Hello, one and all, and welcome to the 371st episode of the Quarantine Cast, coming to you on Monday, October 4th, 2021. Facebook's down, and we are all loving that. But before we talk about that, I have a quick question for you guys. Go ahead. Do you know how sometimes you're wearing, like, khaki pants, khaki shorts, whatever, you're using the bathroom... Pull up a little too early. You got a got a couple of spots on there. What do you do if you're in a public situation? Do you have a strategy? Do you have tips? Let it dry. <laughs> so you just uh, hang out in the bathroom until it dries, or you just out in public? How much you are you care? peeing on your pants? Because if it's like a couple of drops get through, like that dries. Okay. Quickly. Are you are you Robbins, peeing? Right? Are you peeing your pants? Like, no. This is Tim Robinson. Well, yeah. The I thought of that after I thought of this question. I thought of that because this yeah. happened to me the other day. But like, it's not. You I'm not about to pitch you. <laughs> you make a website that you've got to donate to. You've got to donate. You use the site. Uh, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, you didn't watch. I think you should leave. This is a, this is a whole sketch. What yeah. happens if you get a couple mm-hmm. of drops of pee on your on your pants in the bathroom, and then you create like some random guy created a website that yeah, it's 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 does it sell the pants that have the drips on them already or what's the it doesn't actually the site? sell the pants but like it makes it seem like this is a That's fashion right. choice that this person is yeah. making. You pretend that, like, these are pants that I bought them this way. It's fashionable. Look, here's the website. And then they have a bunch of, yeah, like, pictures of pants that they're selling that have drops of pee on them. (laughs) Then you're like, no, I'm making a decision here. Calico pants. (laughs) You got to donate. That's the thing. If you want to keep it going, you've got to donate. You use the pants. Damn. Okay. So, so I, I sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're fine. No, 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 no. You. Okay. So I guess this is just not happening to either of you frequently enough that you've had to deal with it. And you know that's fair in a pandemic when we're not outside very much now. But all right. Cool. I just yeah, don't pee on I my don't... pants. <laughs> I guess I try to yeah like sit down quickly. I don't know. Uh, fair. Try try to like get to a place where it's not completely exposed and out there. Yeah, I don't remember if that ever happened to me. Okay, that sounds unfortunate. Fair. Just go home. Did the <laughs> go leave. home and cry. <laughs> All right. What do you got in the chamber, Andrew? So yesterday in the main podcast, you asked me like what I got going on, and I said I had something funny that happened recently, but I couldn't remember it, so maybe it was traumatic, and I and I suppressed right. it. But you know, which was a very funny joke. We all laughed at it. You all remember. Um, I did finally remember um, what it was that I wanted to talk about, and it's not traumatic. Okay, good. Stupid. Um, <laughs> we talked about a couple days ago the the concept of the Dorito roulette chips that you can buy, where yes. like. Most of them are just cheddar cheese, but then some of them are spicy. And you brought up the point of like, well, 
They're in a bag with other chips. It's just seasoning. That seasoning's gonna rub off and they're all gonna just equal out. I come home the other day. I had to run some errands. And Jade had gone out to Target and saw them and bought them because she thought it sounded like a cool idea. Mm -hmm. And guess what, Lucas? What? You were 100% right. Ah! All the chips taste exactly the same. a little spicy. Yeah, like, they're just cheddar cheese chips where, like, at the end of eating a chip, you kind of go, like, was there a little bit of heat on that? Like, I think maybe, (gasps) maybe there was a little bit of heat. Yeah, they've all equalized. Wait, all of them? There's not even, like... The roulette chip doesn't still exist? I I had one chip out of... I ate a lot of Doritos. Um, <laughs> I had one chip that made me go like, ooh, that one's kind of spicy. Okay. And the rest maybe were just like... One. I, I Like, maybe there's a little bit of, like, spicy seasoning rubbed off on this one. Right. Like, it's kind of like someone whispered spicy in your ear while you were eating a cheddar cheese Dorito. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but I think that would have been my guess as to what would happen is, yeah, like there's the roulette ones would still exist, albeit maybe a little bit off because they yeah rubbed off a little bit of the spiciness. And then, yeah, every other chip would still be a little spicy. Yeah, like just a, you, you can a tell which ones were the roulette chips because you could tell like, oh, this chip actually has spice on it. It's not very spicy because most of right. the seasoning is rubbed off on all of the other chips. <laughs> I, but yeah, like every every single regular chip just basically tasted like there was a tiny bit of spice, more or less equalizing all the chips in the bag. So the concept of five normal chips and one really hot chip doesn't exist anymore. You just have to have yeah. two bags. Mm-hmm. Pour a, yourself a bowl. Yeah. yeah, you have to do this by hand at a party. <laughs> like the more that bag gets jostled around, the greater everything will equalize. Yeah. The reverse thing that I want to do with Gardettos, yeah, where I, I want to hire someone to get ten bags of Gardettos, pick out all the rye chips, and make put them in a new bag, <laughs> so I can just eat Gardettos flavored rye chips. Because normal rye chips are just not the same, man. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> the the, Gar, the Gardettos add so much like extra seasoning and salt and everything onto the rye chips, which makes them mwah, like chef's kiss good. Yeah. So, and I'd still eat the like the the remaining shitty bags too like normal gardettos are fine rye chips are just the best part so i want a bag of rye chips and yeah maybe maybe i can give them away to a food pantry or something so when you guys eat those like yeah gardetto style Chex mix style snacks are you going like handfuls are you getting like a little of everyone into each bite or are you individually picking out the pieces Eventually, you kind of ha- yeah. Like there are definitely there are pieces that are better than the others, and you definitely all the pretzels those. and Gardettos fucking suck. Yeah, oh, <laughs> they're super dry. They got no flavor. They're flavorless. Yeah. yeah, they're literally just dry but, piece of bread. They're not bad. Like they don't taste bad. They're just completely bland. And if you don't have something with a little bit of actual flavor on it, like a breadstick or a rye chip, then yeah, they're pretty rough. So, yeah. yeah, if I'm hungry, I'll, I'll usually get, like, a little mini handful and have, like, a party. But, yeah, if I'm just, like, snacking, then I'm, I'm just going to be pulling out pieces yeah. one by one. And then sometimes I feel really guilty about eating a rye chip because I feel like I'm wasting it. <laughs> and then I end up with, like, the bottom of the bag is, like, a perfect storm of, like, majority rye chips. Oh. Which is 
also pretty great. So maybe I'm doing that subconsciously too. But yeah. Have you ever eaten like a, a bag of, you know, flavored potato chips or even something like cheese puffs or Doritos where you get to the bottom of the bag and you find like an actual chunk of like coalesced seasoning? Yeah. Not oh. not just like a big pile of seasoning at the bottom. I mean like a, a physical object that is compressed seasoning. Like a full-on kernel of... of, of- powder yeah 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 no you have you have not you disgusting you have lucas oh yeah yeah no you say it's disgusting and it is disgusting but it is also like the best thing that can ever happen to you as a human being it's like it's like staring into the face of god it's it's finding something that doesn't belong there and it is just pure unadulterated flavor jesus christ Andrew, Ryan, you use hyperbole a lot yeah, when you're making uh-huh. arguments. Also, Andrew, finding a bit of seasoning is like looking into the face of God. I'm not talking about finding a little bit of seasoning, Ryan. I am talking about... <laughs> finding God's gift to man in the bottom of a chip bag. The spot you would least expect it. Heaven synthesized in a food factory. I don't know, man. I, I did. One time I was on a plane, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just just having a good old time, hanging out by myself, probably flying home for some reason or whatever. I think it was Delta. Yeah. Um, actually not shitting on Delta in this story. It's pretty um, meh. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. Uh, I get the I get to the portion where they're handing out the little snacks and I skip lunch. So I'm like, ooh, yay. Like a little bit of snacks, and then I'll land in like an hour, and I'll be able to have an actual meal. Um, and they they had these pretzels, and I was eating them, and I was like, mm, these pretzels aren't very salty. Oh well. And then I started to get to the bottom of the bag, and I noticed that there was like a lot of rustling going on at the bottom of the bag, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I, I look in it, and it's mostly salt with like two pretzels left, and I'm like, ooh. I'll salt up these pretzels and just dump the whole remainder of the bag no. into my mouth all at once. No. And I'll have actual salty pretzels. I miscalculated the amount of salt <laughs> that was in that bag. And within, like, I was originally like, ooh, that was a lot of salt. Oh, well, pretzels are, were better that time. Within two minutes, I had a severe stomach ache. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. I, like instantly needed to vomit level of stomach ache like just nausea out the wazoo like got up immediately went to the bathroom didn't throw up but like felt so uneasy that i just like sat on an airplane toilet for like two minutes just trying to get my bearings straight uh got out the flight attendant was right there was just like can i please have some water like i think i'm dying and just chugged the water asked for another cup so I could take it back to my seat and chug that as well. Um, and by the time I landed, I was not dying of nausea, but was not hungry for the rest of the day. Like, just completely nuked my system with pure sodium <laughs> at the bottom of a pretzel bag. Yeah. Do not recommend. No, Do not, not go for that. I've done that. Like, in that exact situation, I've done that. <laughs> On Delta Airlines. 
<laughs> Do you think the G-force of the takeoff separates the salt from the pretzels? Ooh. It's like that plane that, like, went up in the air and it was a cargo plane and they didn't, like, attach the liquids hard enough or whatever. So, like, while it was taking mm. off, the liquids all shifted into the back, which broke the boxes free, which put, like, all the cargo on the back of the plane and the plane just, like fell straight out of the air like a fucking nightmare like <laughs> and like it, it didn't just like oh we're losing control it literally just went up and then just fucking fell straight back down like mm-hmm. did not like going in the face of everything we know about how planes work <laughs> yeah terrifying yeah ironically your story ryan makes me really want to get some daddy's pretzels i i enjoy those as a every yeah. other month snack yeah, those are those are really good. Fuck. They're pretty expensive I compared mean, to like the price of pretzels because pretzels are so fucking cheap. Well, yeah, that's true, but uh, it's well, it's still like marketed as a specialty thing, right? Like they're not to the scale of uh, old Dutch pretzels or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're mm-hmm. definitely smaller. Yeah, not manufactured to the same degree, but yeah, goddamn, are they good? Corn nuts are an underrated snack. Corn nuts are... Ugh. Well, high? They're terrific. <laughs> Sounds like the last okay. thing I'd want to eat when I was high, for some reason. What's the first thing so you'd want to eat? Potato chips. <laughs> nah, I like sweet stuff, man. Yeah. Sweet stuff's the good stuff, but... I don't know. Corn nuts, mm-hmm. not great. And I feel like a lot of people that defend something with, like, no, you've got to be really <laughs> intoxicated... <laughs> And then they're so good. And it's like, okay, if you can't enjoy them sober, I'm just going to have questions about their legitimacy of like a good good thing. (laughs) That's fair. And I set set corn nuts nuts up to fail in this one. Uh, They're good in any kind of state, inebriated or otherwise. Corn nuts are a, uh, it's like a bad movie night of snacks. You get really drunk, mm. then it then it's fucking amazing. It's objectively not good, but but when you're toasted, it's like ah hell yeah, this thing's weird. I've I've only had one corn nut ever, and it was on an airplane. Yeah, because that's what they served, and it was it was so gross. I just mm. I, yeah, I was like ooh snacks, yum yum yum. Uh, what? Who 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 does this for fun? Psychopath. I think I might just be hungry. Who, I'm back, Andrew, using hyperbole to to make a point. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This has been an important podcast. Do you want to talk about the Ayatsu strike? Kind of cool. What? Yeah, if you want to. Um, if I have the details of this right, uh, the IATSE Union, uh, which is the... Uh, it's kind of difficult for me on the outside to keep track of what unions do what in Hollywood, but it's my understanding IATSE is more the uh, physical labor people on uh, production sets. Uh, they have... Mm. No? No. Oh. IATSE is the catch-all for everyone who's not a director, writer, oh, or okay. actor. 
Hmm. It's the everyone else union. Fair. The everyone else union uh, has approved a general strike. Hmm. Yeah. Is that why I was seeing a bunch of stuff on Twitter about like people getting fired for being like injured on set and shit like that? Yeah, probably. Hmm. It's just like stories of, you know, why they're being mistreated mm-hmm. and they should strike and try to get better treatment. Yeah. Whether, whether it gets that far to full-on strike, we'll see. Uh, it's my understanding their demands are fairly reasonable, but uh, yeah, you know, union shit. Good. I support this as a part of the DSA. Got your card yet? No. Yeah, me neither. Starting to wonder. I'm concerned. There are no cards. They're starting to murmur. (laughs) This was all just a government psyop. (laughs) We just got honeypotted, Luke. It was just to put you guys on a list. We are going to be disappeared pretty soon here. I would still prefer that to where my mind went which is yeah so we send out these uh membership cards as nfts now uh here you go this might be worth, might be worth money someday and also every transaction involving it will cost one and a half trees enjoy andrew how's your nba top shot doing <laughs> it's been a minute yeah um top shot corner it's it's funny like i know i haven't talked about it in a long time but it has like very slowly and steadily increased in value over the last couple of months there was that whole saga in like february and march of like oh i'm getting into top shot Ooh, i've spent a little bit of money not a whole lot and then oh my god this shit's worth like thousands of dollars i've spent like $80 total and my portfolio is worth like 12,000 bucks and and then like two weeks went by and you you guys were like sell sell you fucking moron like no this shit's going straight up it's going to the moon and then it it crashed straight back down um and then since then it has like slowly gone up so I'm I'm still like so significantly far in the black in terms of, like percentages because I've spent of my own money. I went back at my pink records and saw like how much money I put in before I just had money in my account from like selling the NFTs and shit from Top Shot. And I spent a little over $200 total of my own money. And this morning when I checked, my portfolio was worth um, like. 1500 bucks and like so you are still checking daily not daily daily um i check every day to see if there's like anything going on like hmm. challenges or like new moments being dropped pack packs that you can buy shit like that um every couple of days i'll check on my like account like how much the moments that i have are worth so right. like three months ago it was worth like 900 bucks and like a month ago, it was worth like eleven hundred bucks, and today it was worth a little over fifteen hundred. And the idea, I guess, is when the new NBA season comes out, well, comes out when it starts, they'll new season just dropped. Yeah, <laughs> new season of the NBA just got on Netflix. Watch it all at once. Binge it. Binge the NBA season. Um, 
they'll release a new series of moments because there was series one for the 2019-2020 season, series two for the 2020-2021 season, and this will be season like series three of Top Shot. Um, and when that happens, in theory, like what's happened the last time around, the previous series moments will be worth more. And like because there because there's fewer of them in comparison to the that's that's all the idea i'm not saying that's what's going to yeah. happen but the idea i thought that's what you were saying was what's going to happen and i pictured me and lucas as the hot girl at the baseball game and you <laughs> yeah. so is going like, no so when the new series drops, the old series gets more valuable because that's how math works yeah no i mean it's- that that's the basic concept of like there will be more that are more prevalent that are being released that will be less rare and the ones that you have from the past those have smaller edition sizes and so there's like 12,000 of that particular moment but the new ones are going to have 50,000 of each moment and so by comparison the ones you had from before are going to be more rare and they'll be worth more as more people join up blah blah you know blah 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 blah, blah. it is all bullshit like we've kind of seen through mm-hmm. nfts at this point that's the basic concept. But you're still in. Have checking. Uh, I don't know if this was on air, but did the did did that one card ever get sold that like you were contributing to a collection and shit like that? No, it did not get sold. We okay. Damn. I I still talk with that guy all the time. We're good friends. Okay. And like you didn't get swindled. No, and he sent me he sent me like a a screenshot like three or four days ago of like the moment and then like what the lowest like recent sale was like okay this is kind of how much it's worth right now and i said ah don't sell it yet like it let it ride well like it i it was one of those things where like at the height it was worth a lot of money and we were both like ah yeah this shit's going straight to the top and then it plummeted like the rest of rest of that shit and then so right now we're in the idea like uh maybe luka Doncic has like another fucking crazy epic season and you know, this this moment compared to, like, the new ones are going to be coming out is, like, going to be super rare. So maybe that then drives the value up and then we think about selling it sometime next season. But, like, isn't that all bullshit because no one cares about the NBA who's doing that? Like, everyone was just trying to make a quick buck and... Like I don't, th- I I feel like the value of those cards is not tied to like how good the player is, honestly. Well, I mean, it you see as the season goes on, players that either are doing really really well, mm-hmm. um, or you know players that are just have more prestige, like are worth more. Like Le- the LeBron James moments are the most valuable because everyone kind of just agrees that they are. It's, it's like yeah. money. Like, we, we all talk about NFTs and shit. And the, exactly. the thing is, is that Top Shot is different from, like, the rest of the concept of NFTs that were like, oh, it's a meme that you'd sell for $200,000 because the whole idea is a fucking joke. Or, like, artists making NFTs out of their own art and selling those. Because... These mo like these NFTs are not one of a kind. They're serialized, so it's kind of in between. And they found that balance between NFTs and like collectibles. And there is a lot of like support from the developers. It's 
it's yeah these guys are probably trying to make a quick buck because that's what they're doing but it is it's a supported like business and supported scam no. yeah 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 sure like, they've bought into their own scam and so it's more it's less likely to go tits up yeah. because they they actually have at this point drank their own cooler. Yeah, no, it, exactly. Like it, like they are. Like there's frequent updates. It's like Fortnite. Um, there's <laughs> new content coming out, all that kind of shit. So like the idea that there's still work being put into it, and there's like a new things continuously coming out, gives me a little bit more confidence that it's not just gonna like pull anchor at one day. Mm-hmm. Like they they just did a thing with the WNBA. Like the WNBA has moments now of like wnba players which actually had a lot more value than i thought they were would because i'm a sexist um (laughs) and they just announced like the company that is doing this just announced a couple days ago that they're going to be doing this with the nfl like they have a partnership with the nfl now and that sometime probably next season they're going to be doing you know top shot and like nfl whatever the fuck they're going to call it um and it's all going to be run on the same platform. So it is still a thing that they're working on. Did, I, is the I am, platform better? Like, is it not no, the, the pl- crashing it, all the time? No, it, I, yeah, it, I don't think it's crashed in a couple of months. You can just buy stuff now? Yeah, no, it, or, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's been working. There, there's been a bunch of changes to it recently to add new features, different ways of um like actually buying them like they support it like you can buy it with crypto wallets now um i've i've been meaning to ask this entire conversation did they ever address the issue of you not being able to take money off of the platform and into your bank account yeah which was a problem for a while yeah no i my identity has been verified i'm i'm all good i can pull out whenever i want um which is a have you pulled out I have not pulled Anything? out any money yet. Um, <laughs> Seems like it needs a stress test at some point. Sure, like I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, what was I going to say? Like NFL buying with crypto, WNBA. They, they put in a new few features for like, um, what do you call it? New, a new couple of features for like challenges and stuff like that, and. One that came out that I'm not going to do because this this does feel very scammy, but like a lot of people are doing it to try to get access to new things. There are going to be packs separate from the regular ones that you don't buy with money, you buy with tickets, and you get a ticket by trading in one of your existing moments. So if I have a rudy gay moment that's worth four bucks you know one of the cheapest moments i can trade it in for one ticket and i can buy a pack with three tickets or you know they said there's going to be rare ones that you maybe have to buy with a hundred tickets because they're trying to get people to buy more and more packs and moments and shit like that so they can accrue hundreds of moments to then basically burn them (laughs) And trade them in for tickets to then buy a singular pack or singular moment with those tickets. And I'm not going to do that because that's definitely not financially sound. You're then betting on, okay, I'm going to spend $1,000 to buy all of these cheap moments and then trade them in 
because then I might get a moment in this pack that's worth like two thousand dollars. I do, and that's that's a risk that I'm not really willing to take. I do appreciate how this already sketchy system, the people running it, thought to themselves, you know what, this needs fun bucks. We got to introduce the concept of fun bucks to this. I'll make it yeah. great. I mean, it's it's adding an extra weird currency into a system that is already designed completely around weird pseudocurrency. It's yeah, it's a it's a weird concept and it's it's something that I thought they were going to do for a long time because these collectible cards are basically trading cards and you kind of have to introduce a system at some point where actually like trading them mm-hmm. and like how to establish the value of trading. I'm not going to fuck around with that shit. Like, I don't think they're going to do that actually they're they're fine making money the way they are maybe i i don't i don't think they're interested in treating these like actual trading cards but that's just my read yeah so yeah i'm it's still fun it's it's not i'm definitely not in the place where i was at the beginning where i was like oh guys you have no fucking idea like this is this is the future this is great like gold mine yeah i definitely came back down to earth i'm like oh this is a fun thing and if i pulled out right now which i'm not going to if i pulled out right now i will have made a pretty decent chunk of change but i'm having fun doing it okay so if i pull out right now i can't keep having fun and at some point i'm going to try to wait for another boom and if there's a minor boom where everything goes up you know somewhat significantly in value then i will sell off then i will i'm not gonna fuck around with my stupid ideas like i did last time if if some of these moments get back anywhere near where they were before then it's it's game over and i cash guys if i stop playing blackjack while i'm ahead in blackjack and i can't play blackjack anymore yeah are you are you gonna pull a an amc though and you, you kind of sell when it's like, ooh, a nice little initial bump. We're back. We can we can sell, and then it spikes even higher. And I mean, and then it ends up. It's like to this day still significantly higher than when we sold. Yeah, I mean that's that's the risk you take for anything. I mean, because I got burned on both ends of that. I didn't sell Top Shot when I should have, and I did sell AMC before i should have because i didn't want to get in the same situation where i was with top shot before where i wait a little bit too long and then it crashes so i've been burned on both ends like or amc before because we yeah we also were like ha ha look at us we're smart we got in on the ground floor i'm i'm like oh for five right now on making good financial decisions in the last couple months yeah all right. I think this is a fantastic place to end the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok if you want some highlight clips. Act blue link in the description to help a collection of great progressive causes. Send us your questions and business opportunities, viewing at gmail.com. Support us through Patreon or through the Anchor Podcast platform if you're so inclined. Follow us on Twitter for updates at V2 underscore podcast and follow me at Lucas DeRider on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. Good luck with the week ahead, everybody. Bye.